I'm milling about with Diane Lane and Eleanor Coppola from Paris Can Wait. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having us. So tell me, this is based, I know, on something that actually happened to you. So what memories came flooding back to you seeing the film? Well, it was kind of a shock to see that I actually did it, and it was all finished. And on the screen, it was really a thrill, and just a thrill of a lifetime, actually, to do it. And reminded me of uh, that beautiful countryside in France and that experience of eating so well and having a, a guide that knows the history and, and just makes a, a wonderful experience of that trip. Did you gain 500 pounds doing this movie? I played the fifth. No, it's all on film. It's just the many, many, many takes that Eleanor Coppola made me do. That, that, uh, that, 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 that. No, I'm teasing. I'm totally making it up. I mean, it was a delight, and I, and I felt, I actually felt a little bit guilty about enjoying myself so much because it's so, frankly, unusual. To you know, there's usually um, just these disastrous kind of. You know, emotional terrorism is happening in, in, in a lot of films that I've been in, you know, in one form or another, whether it's true or fictitious or what have you. I mean, and so to make a film where, you, you know, there's it's sort of increases your appetite for joie de vivre and being in nature and enjoying what's around you and gratitude and, you know. I had this waiter say to me, remember the ladies on the Titanic who waved away the dessert cart? <laughs> and so I've been bon vivant ever since. I mean, I was like, okay, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Did you show up at every single location or you, you sent other people to, to go? Because you directed this. Yes, no, I was there every day of the directing and uh, I really, um, I went on all the location scouts. That was, that's one of the, parts that I like best about filmmaking and even on France's films or my kids' films, I like to go on the location scouts and see where you're going to shoot and, and um, you know, make those choices early on so that when you get there in the actual day of shooting, you, you, you know what's, uh, you know, what to expect and how to use it in the best way. But it's fun to go uh, location scouting because you don't have the pressure of the production and to see those beautiful uh, locations and sets that uh, before you're having to really be in the anxiety of the shoot day. So when you're in the car and you're driving and there's somebody in the back seat with a camera, describe. <laughs> it's hot. It's sticky. There's not a lot of oxygen. Um, I'm powdering myself. I'm powdering my co-star. He's thanking me. Um, it's 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 like there's a comedy about the making of a movie for sure. I mean it's. Uh, there, there, there is an element of surrealism about playing pretend f- as a grown-up job. It, it's, um, it, it's. Uh, I'm the luckiest person I know. I get to go to these various locations and have these diverse experiences and meeting all these different people. And, and the nice thing about being in this business for a long time is that I get to go full circle and meet people again, whether it's a crew member. Or getting to work with Eleanor again in this capacity. I mean, I, I, I've known Eleanor since I was seventeen. Legally, I can say that in a court of law. However, since Rumblefish, yes, well, outsiders, yeah, outsiders, Rumblefish yeah. that summer. Um, and long story short, you know, for, for her to think of me, and we've gotten to know each other so much more through this process of bringing her story to the screen. I feel very grateful to be asked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tell me about. 
Alec Baldwin. I understand he was a last-minute person that came onto the set. Yes, uh, I lost the uh, actor that I uh, planned to use. It happens sometimes. He was working and he was trapped by the schedule that he had committed to. Movies go over sometimes. So we found ourselves um, very grateful that Alec would come on board with very short notice. I begged, Francis begged, and, and, and really we all had a previous relationship with Alec and loved him tremendously. And, you know, it wasn't really that hard to seduce him, actually, because look at where we were. And he got to eat the food at lunch, which... But he didn't get to eat all the food that you ate, Diane. No, he ate the off-camera food, which was already another sin that we had to uh, make atonement for, I'm sure. <laughs> so you also had a lot of nice catering going on. Yes. Yeah, we always had really excellent lunches for the crew. And to me, that was very important because they were watching the actors, uh, you know, eating this food all day long, and, and they're seeing all this elegant, uh, you know, food f- for them. And then are they going to go eat, you know... Bento box. <laughs> yeah. Bento box for you, baby, yeah. yeah we really had... We had uh, a great uh, chef for doing the lunches for the crew, so that helped. What was most uh, nerve-wracking for you? I, ju- I think just that pressure of knowing you only have 28 days, you're only going to get what you get, and it's that's it, and you're going to get home to your editing room, and you're going to say, oh, my God, if I'd only gotten the something, something. And so every day you're saying, what is it that I'm missing here? What, what, uh, what am I going to be sorry I don't get? Because there was never enough time to get all the shots that we designed for the day. In the mid-afternoon, you know, the the assistant director would come and say, okay, now you're going to have to cut out four shots. What shots do you want to lose? And always that kind of um, anxiety about, am I really getting what I need? Will it cut together? Do I have enough uh, in, within the limitations of, you know, the sun's going down. What are we, we can't come back to this location. You know, did I get it? You know, that kind of uh, uh, anxiety. Do you have nerves still after all these movies that you've made? There's always one day on a film where you think this is really a great movie and everybody is going to be super jazzed about it. And there's also a, a one day on every film where you think I'm going to have to go hide under the bed and stay there for the rest of my life because this isn't working. And 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 that's just the nature of being the tail that's getting wagged by the dog. I mean, I'm I'm there to serve. I am creating my part in a tapestry that will be edited later. There'll be music added. They're going to shift the, the the sequence of the scenes around, which is going to change the thrust of my performance. And I have no say in any of this. So um, I do feel a little sense of frustration about the lack of control I have over the way things turn out. And I'm also very grateful because I don't get the blame or the credit. You know, it cuts both ways. And and it's very emancipating to be sitting right next to somebody who's having their moment where they're taking this brave leap, which Eleanor did with this film, to transition into directing a film she's written and directing and being the boss and, and the decider, as it were. And uh, watching somebody, so I'm having I've had the very vicarious thrill mm. of um, of you know enjoying Eleanor's grace under pressure and watching how she, the choices that 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 that, yeah, that you made and you know um, she had to decide not to have any wine during the filming. I, you personally, yeah. <laughs> I, I I opted. I said I'll drink it for you. 
because I have to look as, as, as beleaguered as this woman is and overwhelmed with all this food and wine. So I just went in with both feet. <laughs> Thank you for that, because I often wonder, are they really imbibing and it really well, does not on camera oh. certainly no 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 that was no no real wine I just meant when in Rome I mean you know I I wasn't going to be living this California vegan ascetic bad timing if you're going to do a juice cleanse or some preposterous thing you know just say yes to the gluten yes to the cheese yes to chocolate <laughs> wine um uh, and it's it's a bit confronting. I mean, really, you deal with culture when you when you meet the cuisine. I want to go. That's that, that that's the first thing I said. Is like I am getting a convertible and I'm going. I love it. Done. I love it. <laughs> Good for you. That that means it was a success. <laughs> Did you serve Francis's wine on set? Yeah, we we have it there. Actually, we served it at the after the wrap party. You know, at the very end when we were finishing up, but on a daily basis, we had uh, French wines uh-huh. um, lunch. So what would you want audiences to come away with, aside from the fact that, like like I said, it, it seems like a postcard, a love letter in so many ways to France? Yes, I think it, I think it's, uh, my, my intention is to bring joy to the moment, to recognize that that whatever it is in your life, that's you don't have to go to France to uh, have an experience. You can, you know, have a picnic on top of your washing machine or whatever. I mean, you can, you can create uh, the joyful moments in life because life is made up of so many moments. And to be able to appreciate and, uh, you know, just be able to be in the moment and appreciate all the positive things because we're bombarded by negativity from the media and all around us. And there's so much to be appreciated and enjoy and sort of this is about keeping the focus on on that side of life. Has has your attitude, your joie de vivre, has that changed? Um, I did have an attitude adjustment doing this film. I, I Honestly, um, in 2013, when this film came knocking on my door the first time, I was not able to fly my flag as high as this was required emotionally. I was in a dark, difficult year for myself. And those come along every so often. And so two years later, I saw this film as not only medicinal, but I also saw it as a test to see if I was able to find the joy within myself so that my cup could overrunneth and spill over into somebody else's cup. I mean, that's what 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 a wonderful ask. I said yes <laughs> the second time. And then the script got better, too. She continued to work on it and refine it and give it twists and turns and quirks and awkward moments that uh, embellished. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was really fun. Always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. To you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.